The assumption is that it came over on fishing gear or equipment. The first known location of it is in the western United States in trout streams out there. The interesting thing about these snails is that they can live for quite some time out of the water. They're able to close up tightly and as long as they are in a somewhat moist or damp environment, they can live for several weeks. What do they eat? They uh, tend to eat algae. If you look at the interactive map that the DNR has on the migration of these mud snails, the West Coast has a lot of places with them, and sadly they've now made their way into Michigan. There's a a couple of different spots, so tell us Mm -hmm. about their journey. We don't know precisely, again, how invasive species get in here. It's very hard to track how the first one got here. But again, it's likely because of their location in trout streams out west and ultimately in some of our trout streams here in Michigan that, again, gear, boats, waders are likely suspects. I guess it only takes one. Are they asexual? They are. So they reproduce in a way that's basically called cloning. And in fact, when they're born, they have embryos already fertilized, or I guess they don't need to be fertilized, but embryos ready to go in their wombs. So each one can just produce up to 200 more of themselves each year. Give us a physical description of this little tiny snail. It's very small. It's only about a quarter of an inch. It's a dark brown to black snail, and it generally has about seven to eight what we call whorls or turns in its body. It's longer as opposed to fatter. Where are they in Michigan, and how are they a threat? Right now, we have known populations in the Pear Marquette River, the Osawa River, and the Boardman River. All of them are in the northern um, lower peninsula. How are they a threat? Okay, they do eat algae, sediment, plant and animal detritus, the little stuff that's on the bottom of the rivers and streams. Um, That is the same kind of material that native snails and also insect larvae eat. If you are a fan of trout or even fishing, you know that those insect larvae are also the food for some of our best game fish. So the New Zealand mud snails, because they can grow to such large numbers, could possibly begin to affect the food sources for for some of our favorite fish. The other thing that can happen is that these snails can be and are eaten by some of our game fish as well, but they don't digest. So what happens is they're sort of eating empty calories. And when that um, sort of becomes a main source of food for any of our fish, then basically they begin to decline. They don't have enough nutrition, and that can affect their reproduction and affect the size of fish that we're fishing for. If this is a freshwater snail, mm-hmm. why wouldn't it ultimately end up in in a lake, one of the Great Lakes, and and is that possible? And that sounds terrible. It is possible, and in fact, they were found on the west side of Lake Michigan years ago in like one location. So yeah, there is nothing to prevent them living as well in lakes. So how is DNR approaching management? At this time, there is not a really good um, way of treating them. There are some chemicals that have been tested, but they also create um, other ecological damage. So right now, what we're trying to do is figure out the extent of the population and do our best to isolate those populations and keep them from being spread.